You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Hey, what's happening? Hi, Av, the fakeologist himself is on the live stream. What a pleasant... Yeah, wagwan, wagwan. You know, I learned a new word in Jamaican. Wagwan, (laughs) wagwan. What does that mean? What's going on? Ah, aloha. How's how's California? It's, um, the spring is coming. The spring is just about to spring, baby. We had plenty of rain. I think it might rain this weekend, though, but we had plenty of rain. If it doesn't rain anymore, that's okay. And we just had plenty of rain. It's just beautiful out. The sun is out. The clouds, if this is barely any clouds in the sky, none of those trails are up there. It's just beautiful. Gorgeous up here in the mountains. Nice, nice. You're in the mountains? Yeah. Uh, like the foothills. What? I'm in the foothills. Why is Rolo asking what the link is? I said live stream, and he says, what's the link? What is he know, doing? It, it's very, it, the Australians have just awoken, I think. It's got to be boring uh, over there. I know. Rolo, I don't think uh, his brain isn't working. I said live stream, and he's asking for a link, so... <laughs> Anyway, you're 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 not getting the text alerts, are you? Is that the problem? You have three I numbers on file now, right? Yeah, I only have gotten one since I gave you those phone numbers. Just one alert. It was like last Wednesday. On only wow. one phone. Yeah, it's not working very well. But I what I, I keep forgetting to set an alarm for your show because it's at you know five thirty every day, right? Like basically you start. I mean at five. Yeah, what is five, it? Five thirty. Yeah. Five five three, yeah. I should just set an alarm. Just set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. I would probably listen to your show live more often, you know. I still catch it a few times a week recorded. Well, that's okay. But, you, there's there's so much choice out there. I don't blame you if you don't listen all the time. This I I I I I go listen to people different times, and then I stop listening and then find somebody else. So I'm not too loyal either. Look at Rolo, that dingbat. He's in the not a live stream. What's wrong with that guy? There he is. That's Linda. What? So what? What was up with that Taylor Swift nonsense? 
bad. They, they did one of those, um, me- what is that called when the media all repeats the same thing on different syndications? Oh, I don't know what that's exactly called. Yeah. But yeah, they I did that either. with Taylor Swift. Like, who gives a crap about Taylor Swift? Why does anybody care about her? Well, what were they all saying? Wasn't it a say Taylor Swift is not a psyop? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, if you have a link to that, I wouldn't mind uh, hearing that. I, I'm driving, but I don't have one handy. But maybe I could uh, find one, post it. That's okay. Linda will find it. Linda's good. Oh, you never heard it, Ab. You never heard that. You never heard all the radio, all the um, TV anchor people or whatever, uh, like, all saying the same thing. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. I did hear a bit of it. I did, yeah. Hey, Rick. Hi, Mr. Psychologist. Hey, Mr. Wow, this, this is a strange. This is a strange day to hear from the Rick. Uh, well, I'm getting up and making coffee. I've got to do. I've got to hit on the train in about three hours. So. I thought I'd say hello. Highlander. Hey, Billy. And Billy. Hey, Rick. Billy. Hey, man. How are you? Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Cool. What a beautiful day. I'm just looking out my window, and it's just absolutely perfect. Cool. All right. You're the the second guy to try and uh, make me feel bad. We haven't seen... Hardly any sun in about a month and a half. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, no, so I don't know how you deal with that. We had three days of really, like, thick, that misty kind of rain. But uh, it's all gone now. And uh, beautiful. Billy really said beautiful. the same what, thing. Yeah, 25, 26 degrees probably today, maybe 30. And the water temperature is like 20-something or other. So nice. It's just beautiful, beautiful. Anyway... Uh, I've been, uh, I have to start, I'm going to talk about it this weekend, but I really yeah. am noticing this, you know, the, uh, you see streets of walking dead in America and, uh, what's that, fentanyl and, uh, Frank. Yeah. Now, now, it's quite obvious, I've, I've, because I haven't been drinking and carrying on, I've been sitting inside watching TV, which you normally I would say is a bad thing, but, I'm watching YouTubes, and yeah, I am. Yeah, so there's a couple of guys that are doing stuff on the the streets of uh, Billy, and the streets of Philadelphia, and the streets of uh, 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 California, San Francisco. And when he shows the map, and he, the, the, one, of the, one of the guys, he knows ex- he's exactly right. He said what they're doing is they're putting all of these near-to-world drug addicts in the same area by putting their dealer, that's locating dealers right in the spot where they want them to be, and all these people are deliberately there, and they, what they're doing, surrounding that area where they where they are, is all these high-rises and being renovated, it's being gentrified, but they're basically forcing out local people out of their areas by putting all these homeless drug addicts everywhere, and... Um, then gentrifying it once they either die off and move move them on to some other area. So it's all deliberately done. But what is what is obvious is that they're gentrifying it for somebody. That there's someone getting move going to be moving into these areas. Uh, I would suggest. I, I, think, I think the bigger deal is they're flying all these migrants in and they're living in one of the world's largest airports in Chicago. Yes, yes. Half the airport yes. is 
Half the airport is cordoned off with cots. Yeah. That's pretty so dramatic. We're living. I thought well, that's because we needed the them, Ab. I thought that's what you said, Ab, is that we need migrants to do the job. I did. Like I, d- I did. I did but say not that. that and, not that many. Uh, well, they were saying Correct. that of all the new jobs, I think they said a quarter of them are are taken by native-borns, and three-quarters of the new jobs in the U.S. are by migrants or whatever the word of the day is for these people. So the native-borns are not getting these jobs. I don't know if they're pickier or what the deal is, or these jobs are the really bad, low-paying jobs, so the migrants will just do anything. Like I said, clean the toilets, sweep the streets, do work for yeah. uh, BS wages. We have oh, a lot of security. They all get security yeah. jobs, man. Well, yeah, we have a lot of employers here, in LA. small employers. What they're doing is they're they're instead of hiring people as employees with all the protections and extra benefits of an employee, they say, "Oh, I'll pay you as a contractor." That's exactly minimum what wage. Yeah, yeah, minimum so wage is a contractor, which is yeah, total yeah. BS. Because if you're making minimum wage, you don't have any expenses. Yeah, they're you doing know, that here. Any, yeah, so all of a sudden. All of a sudden, we've got a construction boom here. Like you would have not seen, but they're just bowling over farms in anywhere where they can put houses on up the mid-north coast here. And um, originally, up till recently, they were begging and begging for um, apprentices because they were desperate to get um, juniors to be trained up. But all of a sudden, that finished, and they've stopped asking for apprentices because the... Um, Prime Minister, probably, kindly, bringing, that's right. He's bringing in six hundred and fifty thousand uh, migrants a year already. He's yeah. brought in six hundred, and all, all of a sudden, I, the house, I think we get a million. Of, I think yeah, we get yeah, a million. Yeah, we put now we got that's six six fifty official, but you would find it's that he actually said one point five, but they didn't want to say. Wow. He said it's spread out over two years or three years, but. We're a small population here. It's you know we're only 20, uh, is it 18 million or something or other. Someone back that one up. It's not not a lot of people. 18 million where? In Australia. All of Australia. Whole, yeah. I thought you were in the 20s. It might be just 20. What it was? It wasn't that many though. There's not that many people over here. But all of a sudden it's happening, and um, oh, they're stopping okay. taking apprentices. Our, our our birth rate just hit its lowest point ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One point. What is something. it? One point. It's one point one something. Point something? Wow. I, heard, I heard South Korea is point seven five. They're going to be gone in a generation. Ah. And Japan. Japan's the same. Japan. Japan's got record yes. low. Yeah. And and as uh, a few people said, wise people in the day, they said if if this was a fact that they were worried about. They'd be running around panicking that we're dying and we're dying race, but they're not. They're actually encouraging it. They want this. They're moving people around because they don't want native-borns asking for living wages. They're bringing in slaves because... They don't want any memory memory of the past. So what you've got now, you've got a a deliberate operation being run. So we've got multiple, multiple, multiple operations going on at the same time, but... One of the most important ones yeah. is destroy your history, destroy your history, and they've, you know, pulling statues over in New Zealand, pulling statues over here, put, you know, and uh, rewriting history, and rewriting making history. it illegal.
So question history. Hey, I found another really good Australian. I'm going to try and get him on the show. I posted a couple of videos on FacoTube. He's a What's guy named name? Marcus. I think Marcus Rabus. I'm going through his BitChute channel. This guy is right on the money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I'll, yeah. Make sure you go on FacoTube, Rick, and uh, check okay. out a couple of videos if you like them. I shall. I shall do that. Marcus Rabus. I think like Marcus Rabus. Yeah, I don't know if it's his real name or not, but who knows. But he's sort of a homeless guy. He says he dumpster dives for food. And I don't know, he's living right at the, oh, on the I, edge. I'll be in, I, I need to join up with him. I'll be in on that one. Well, I've just, I've just watched, I, before I go, I just watched the, these two Lebanese or Middle Eastern brothers that have put a viral video out of their big fruit and vegetable shop in Liverpool, Sydney. And it's, 10 kilos for $10 of most things. It's just incredible. I was thinking, where have they stolen their goods? But there is lots of fresh vegetable. There's a big glut of fruit and vegetable at the moment because of our wonderful seasons. But everything else is so expensive. But, you know, there's, oh, there's just a lot of people. fifty for an apple. So exactly. we're, we're so on the It was, ten, the it was a key. Oh, it's unbelievable. We got, we got, unbelievable. We got ten, 10 strawberries for five bucks. What's that? You, 50 cents a strawberry. I'll, I'll see if I can forward this to you because uh, you'll just shake your head at the prices that's going on at the moment. It's unbelievable. It's like, you know, kilos even, of pictures. 10 I, kilos I for $10. Know. I don't even know where the hell our stuff We used to get everything from California, but I don't even know if. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're not. There, it's. Um, I don't know. They're growing food. They're growing food here, man. Right now is almonds. Almonds are popping. I know, I know. Everything's almonds. Do you guys make? <laughs> you guys? You guys have any fruit there? Are you growing any strawberries or anything like that? Or they have is everything? Oh yeah, almonds? we have the best strawberries in the world. Are from Oxnard strawberries, the best of the world, the perfect climate. And then we have um, uh, avocados. Are there's a crazy amount of oh, avocados in California. My, my favorite. Yes, my avocados favorite. are so good. Yeah. I love they them. They all from Mexico. They're coming from, i tell you what, they're coming from here. Yes. Where, I live, where I live is avocado country. And But the funny thing is that if there's a shortage in another country, you can't buy them here. The locals just sell them straight to overseas, and you, you barely see them. So... There's oh. all this overseas. It's all overseas. D- d- depends on well, you can sneak. You can go and get bags them yourself from their honesty boxes out the front side of their houses if you drive into the countryside. But um, I like that. Honesty a, box. They call That's it honesty box. Do they do they exist yep. over there still? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, away from the cities. If they're away, away from, from the, the cities, they have they call them honor farms here. You know, honor farms. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we got honest, honesty boxes, and and uh, you, you know you just do the right thing. I mean, obviously, Is that so they don't have good. to pay a cashier. Yeah, uh, yeah. or or anybody, they just you do it in front of your farm, and then people yeah. leave money. Yeah, bag of so they don't pay anyone of, to actually take in the money. They're that cheap. What? No, no, right. no, but, but it's out the front. You've got to drive into their driveway. It could be about a mile. You don't know. I mean, it's, it, it's, it, these and are then the farm so, yeah, gates. Like eggs and sell it. Or oranges or eggs, or if you have a lot of eggs, you know, you eggs, just put yep, some out there. Yep. Yeah, if you get stuck, look, the, the, there's no doubt about this. If you get proactive, you, your food costs can go straight down. But if you decide to become a, what's it called, a trucketarian and just rely on your grocery store, 
good luck. Well, and I, I live. It's, I live in the Arctic. Uh, I don't have much choice. No, no, that's that's fine. I do understand that, but there's a lot of people out there, including myself, that spend too much time going into supermarkets and not enough time driving and you know about yeah. ten miles around square miles. I could. But that is why they invented the supermarket. But there, yeah. are there farmers markets there though, where the farmers actually show up and you can just yeah, go yeah, one yeah, by yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going bankrupt yeah. though, left, right, and centre because of their diesel costs and etc. So. Uh, Alright, wait, wait, wait till you guys get the carbon tax. People are posting their heating bills online. They say the the biggest line item on the bill is carbon tax. So, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You wait till you get that. It's coming to Australia, I guarantee it. Haven't we got, already got it? Or I thought they tried to do it, but, um, that'll be the end though, Ed. That will be the end. Once they, we already have it. It's, it's one of the biggest line items on my gas bill. Right. My so gas bill completely broken down by gas, distribution, supply, gas customer service. On the winter, it's about 175 and $40 is carbon tax. Well. Your gas bill is less than mine. I call, I, I call that the United Nations tax. The United Nations tax. Where the hell is the carbon tax going? I think they just kick it upstairs to... Uh, Zurich or Switzerland? No. Oh, it's all going there for sure. So, it was it Bank of International Settlements and in, um, in Switzerland? They get they yeah. everything. It all goes through them, and then it gets handed out to whoever the the people. All I know is that some of the richest people I've noticed, of clients wise, ever in business and carbon credits. And uh, it seems to be if you're not in the rort, you don't make any money. You have got to get involved with the rort if you want to start making money and that's selling uh, these incandescent horrible light bulbs this mercury laced light bulbs if you go door to door there's some kind of scheme where if you replace everyone's light bulbs with new smart light bulbs you get paid some incredible amount of money for for the the, the yeah. government's throwing money hand over fist out for these rorts but uh, I, I i don't want to be part of that i don't want to be a uh, Leech off the system. You still use candles, don't you? <laughs> well, I've got them. Just looking at a couple now. They're bent because of the heat the other day, so uh, we don't really need <laughs> heat. We don't need heating here, but it's um, just uh, just globally at the moment. I'm just seeing this the, this replacements going on. That the, the the infrastructure that's getting built, and it's good watching YouTube because I can see Philadelphia. I can see. You know, street view of people walk, walking around. Yeah, there are really rough spots, but they're definitely doing up in a the inner city areas with the, yeah. the There's uh, another uh, YouTube channel that you got to watch. I think John and Nick they go to all the rural America and just show all the dead towns, and it's That's a unbelievable. Fact. Yeah. So, so yeah, so basically, what what is happening in these inner city areas where they've put these uh Fentanyl addicts and all the trank, I think it's called, you know, the trank, trank, yeah. Um, Basically, they're in a very, very isolated spot. You know, you you can see it on the map, but surrounding them, bit by bit, it's encroaching as this 2030 agenda, six or seven story apartments with a shop block of shops underneath and wide roads with bicycle lanes on and no car parks. Yep. No car parks. Hey, I meant to ask Billy. 
Billy, uh, German in Venice showed a picture of a, a three-tower high-rise that got abandoned in L.A., and it's now covered in graffiti, every single floor. Have you seen that? I I don't know where. I don't know exactly. It's right across. I think it's near your uh, basketball court in L.A., where they had the Kobe statue. Oh. Where? The uh, Staples Center? Crypto? It, well, it, it used to be Staples Center. Now it's Crypto. Oh, yeah, Crypto.com, yeah. <laughs> right across the street, there's this huge abandoned condo complex yeah. graffiti on every single floor. I saw pictures of it. I can't wait to see it in person next time I go down there. Maybe Thursday night I might have to work down there. Maybe they need the elevator service. I go in buildings, not in this, not lately, but in the past I've gone into buildings to service like elevators where I'm the only one in a whole building, you know, to go in there. And it's, it's weird. So are you with Otis or? Nope. No, I'm with Kone Elevators. Okay. Kone, hey, I, I got a Kone guy parks on my street. Is that French? No, it's Finnish. It means machine in Finnish. Wow. What guess, an industry. Yeah. What yeah. an industry. Every time it you have it, it down. It finished from Latin, though? Originally from Latin? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep, hey, Verilicious is here. Wild Times is here. Armon is here. What a crowd. I should have called. I should have paged everyone earlier. I still don't have the bumpers working. I'm gonna have to work on that shortly. So you gotta call your IT guy. Well, I already put a call, but he's a little slow. I'm trying to. I'm trying to try and get it going myself. I just don't have time. Morning, everyone. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm just on the beach. <laughs> of course you are. Where else would you be? Hello, Verilicious. <laughs> yeah, we're out taking the dog for a walk. We're just about to walk through the surf for a bit. And we saw on the messages everyone was on live stream, so I thought I'll get on for a little bit before I've uh, got to take nice. off. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice to hear. Nice to hear from you. How you doing? Yeah, good. Good. Another good bikini nice day. Hi, Linda. That was a great um, chat we had yesterday, our bug chat. <laughs> yep, our bug chat. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not going to go too close in case I lose my phone in the water. Um, no, that was great. I really enjoyed it. And it was probably the one time that Typo Eric can actually talk or type without uh, being drunk type. <laughs> Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah, that was that was yeah. that was fun. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think he, had, he, had, he had a lifetime ban from Ab just for the microphone incidents. I think that's that was in the back. Again. He, he's yeah. a donor now. He's he's back. Ah, that's right. I was I was on that call. I, I think nah, I was on that one. He likes his garden, so just I like when he he talks about the stuff that he's interested in. It gets him. It gets him going, which is really nice. And he slept. He slept with uh, what's that famous singer? Um, it was according to Rollo, uh, one of one of one of his claims to fame is uh, Tiffany. 
The, uh, really? Yeah. What yeah. Back in the day when he was uh, young and frisky, that's what, I, that, that's what wow. Rollo told me. And I, but, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Because yeah. Rollo's brother was with, was with an ex of Kylie Minogue's. So I think we need evidence. Oh, no, I, be, I believe uh, Rollo's brother's story. That's fine. Yeah, but you're the right. The typo, I don't think he would bullshit about that. I don't think so, because no. this was in the 80s. So everyone gets okay. a bit of luck every now and then. But uh, the Kylie yeah. Minogue story from Rollo's brother, that's, that is a great one. That, and I totally believe it, because when you – Rollo's brother and Rollo are complete complete opposites, complete opposites. Um, and so one's a, a, a gallivanting ski instructor globally, and the other one is an nice. expert, expert vodka taster. <laughs> but very, very, very interesting expert vodka taster. Let me tell you now. <laughs> yeah. But he'd be—he's apparently he's been drinking for five days. He hasn't slept for five days. So good luck if he's going to get on here. So just try and. Well, I said come it. on the live stream, and he said send me a link. So I don't think he uh, knows what he's. Talking no, no, he's on. He's he's on, he was on the um, not a live stream. So he's sitting in there, probably waiting. Yeah, he doesn't quite understand. What live stream means, I guess. Not after five, uh, three. There'll be ten, no. ten bottles, twelve, say, twelve liters of vodka, and no sleep for five. How is he alive? Liter. That's all I want to know. How is this man I, alive? No idea, no idea. But and, and anyone doubts this, and I've had people, especially on the fake all this thing, that even Frank doubted his alcohol intake. It's hard to believe. It's a fact. It's it's real. I have I have emptied the bottles. I've stayed there, you know, three or four days at a time over the last six or seven years, and it's all real. He's drinking and not eating, and how he's alive is a miracle. That's all I'm going to say. There's definitely powers of the the body is incredible, incredible. Rillo is the example of lost in the sauce. Mm, oh yeah, yeah he's, he's literally he's, lost on Discord right now. <laughs> and he's, yeah, exactly. And he's obsessed with our crime sinister here, who nobody cares about. And, and, Donald Trump. and he loves Trump. Loves Trump. Yep, yep, yep. Loves Trump. He's going to be so happy when uh, whatever happens. It's, and I'm pretty sure Trump's coming back <laughs> in again. I wonder what's going to happen. What What is going to happen? Has anyone kind of had any predictions? I mean, I know the, we've got the uh, shot in the head from, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jurassic Liars. I'll tell you what, he's he's running out of time. He's running out of time for Trump. To the 45th, 47th. Now, interesting, the other day I saw on Woolworth, uh, no, McDonald's, a big poster that had 45, 47 on it. And I thought, that's unusual. But then I worked out it was the address of this giant McDonald's. But that's, Donald Trump was the 45th, and he's going to be, in his mind, the 47th, which is 9-11, if you add those two numbers up. So something's got to happen. Surely, surely, with all these numbers and blah, blah, blah. blah. No, maybe uh, the what, if, what if it's uh, Biden that gets the, the head wound? What if it's not Trump? You know, it's not about that one. Though. Um, I think if that happened, it would be purely to let someone else come in at some point. But, uh, yep. yeah, I think... I'm not sure in your world, but in the U.S., this has been like strangely the quietest year 
as far as primary election coverage goes. Normally at this point. No, I'm with you on that because, yeah. yeah, I'm in Ohio, so, I mean, even we've been quiet. And Ohio is always the swing state. And exactly. Like we've not heard ads over right ads, now. even on the radio. I mean, we get our local stuff, and there is one uh, Ohio, Ohio guy that's running for Ohio representative, and he introduces himself as Donald J. something, um, Taylor. Donald J. Taylor and associates himself with Trump. It's hilarious. Interesting. Yeah, that was yeah. just my two cents. I figured out their own. So, Rick, was I reading correctly that uh, your cat might have gotten Lyme disease? Sorry, hang on. My, I don't know what's made of my phone. Sorry, no, I, I, I missed that. I was, I was curious. No, was I reading correctly? Uh, did your cat get Lyme disease? Yeah. No, no, no. no. It, got, it got killed by the t- uh, paralysis tick. That's oh. a, And my other a good friend of mine, sat, and it was my favorite cat. Absolutely, and I couldn't find him, and I found him in the garage and stretched out. It takes three days, and I, they go away and hide. So if they get a tick on them, these these are the big suckers. I'm not talking about the little tiny one. Um, what the tick cats do is that their legs stop working, they drag themselves under houses and just die very slowly. Uh, so it's and I went to the vet, and she just said to me because I've got two other cats, and I got went and bought the high power tick. Uh, flea tick. Um, yeah, like the heart guard. Uh, and, and she she yeah. said to me, "This is behind the couch." She she just looked at me, and shook her head. She said, "It's just um, they, they've had so many cats brought in here, and they've all been they've all died mostly. Um, dog dogs a bit bigger. Humans obviously, you know, you just feel really, really, really sick if it say it got on under your arm, and it's there put, injecting its toxins into your and sucking your blood out or whatever they do. I don't know what they do. Leeches suck your blood. Ticks live off you. I think it's the same mechanism, just a much smaller amount of blood over longer. Uh, so, 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 yeah. So, so my mind, like I know the, there's a couple of cops here with Lyme's disease, and you see them. They got covered. They cannot go in the sun, so they've got thick, thick zinc uh, after aftershave um, sun protection over their faces. And on their arms, you can actually see it because of the the sun. Apparently, the sun's effect. Byron Bay is a tick, a Lyme's disease haven. So these areas aren't heavily, but what you call vaccinated. There's a lot of hippies up here. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be vaccinated to, um, particularly the COVID one. But uh, I I just think it's an immune, not a virus. It's an immune. Reaction, the toxins cause an immune reaction. That would have to be it. But this isn't one bite. These are usually people have fallen into a nest or not realized they were stung or had one on them. Yeah, but I'd be willing to wager it's, it's possible with one bite, just probably far more unlikely. 
Yeah, well, say say you were as Ab, you know, we've said this um, multiple times. The Claude, Claude Rocher has speech to um, the about uh, the, what, the multi-shot uh, protein uh, spike protein back in 1913 that would kill dogs. You know, might not be that it wasn't the first; it could be the second, third, or fourth, or fifth. But one of them would kill them. Uh, perhaps. That is, a, it's, you're getting a reaction like that. It's like just the, it's the thing that tips your immune system over the, over the, the limit, getting a, a toxic um, reaction from a tick, and it causes an immune reaction. Now I've had uh, what they call Epstein Barr virus. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And so I had that's you know I, t- I talk about my days doing security. The reason I did that job is because I couldn't, I wasn't doing demolition construction and stuff. I couldn't physically do that work anymore. Uh, so that's what they call chronic fatigue syndrome. It, it was, uh, even uh, me being hyperactive, I was kind of slowed down to probably a normal person's speed <laughs> with chronic fatigue, if you can imagine that, and I'm not joking. Well, would you, was the fatigue more of a physical manifestation? Or yeah, yeah, man, man, mental, yeah. really bad memory, mm-hmm. uh, just lying down and not wanting to get back up again. But I never had it with people, a lot of females get it and they just are bedridden. Because I'm uh, hyperactive, my, my diagnosis, not doctors, I, I, I just think I am, I still went to the gym, I still did stuff, but I couldn't physically... It was really tiring to do. I had to make myself do everything. A bit like I am now, but I'm getting old now, so this is something to do with that. But I, I do believe that um, we, we've got to fight. Uh, the immune response to a toxin could be the thing that pushes you over the limit. And it's not viral. It's basically it's a blood-borne something. That you say, say you, you took your... Uh, vaccine when you were baby, a baby for polio and then smallpox. Then the ones they came around to school and did, which we all got, uh, I don't know about you in America, but in Australia and New Zealand, they just came more, almost unannounced and lined you up and did a, a three shot. It was a, it was in a needle that had three different things in it. So it was, <laughs> it, it was really unusual. It was like a, it made a round circle on your arm. And it either came up in little bumps or into a scar or it disappeared. That was when we were about seven or eight. So I've been. That was I've been, smallpox, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. But it, but it also had something else in it. There, there was one, I was reading, someone was talking about it the other day. They were saying that they came to the school unannounced, lined you up. And in my mind, I don't even think they were changing needles, but they must have. I, I always said, I don't think they were, they looked like they were using the same needle, but that's my. Seven or eight year old self from mine. So, could that yeah, be true? Yeah, but you know your parents signed off on that, right? Giving consent. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 possi- yeah, 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 possibly. But no, nah, that's the way it was back then, and it still is today. It's yeah, like it, it, your parents sign off for you to get a vaccine, and, and then it's yeah. basically forced on you. Well, well, well in, and the horror of my, in my case, I'm telling my son, don't get it, and he wanted to get it because all his friends were getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll so, so, so don't, you've got to be, be careful a bit as a parent when you start saying, do not do something, because you know what kids are like. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, and, they, and nowadays they're making it available to get behind the parents' backs. So they're making it so easy for kids to just 
get it without yep. the parents' yep. knowledge. Yep. So, yeah, and yeah. they're using sh- social shaming, like, oh, so you're too scared to get it, are you? Or, you know, other other kids in class. And interesting, yeah. uh, one small anecdote, though, a really good friend of mine back in the day, he, as soon as he saw the vaccine thing pulling up, and this is at every school we went to, they did the same thing. So it was multiple, must have happened f- four times to me over schooling that there were school vaccines done. Um, this guy, he took off. He would never get injected. He he was never vaccinated. And people say, oh, it says he's still... And he died of cancer. Oh, um, he got lymphoma when he was 26 and died probably because of the medical system poisoning him to death. But you know if he did that, okay, you know? Well, he did, he, and all I know is he was not vaccinated at all. Mm. He, he was had a terrible fear of needles. Um which is a great thing. If you can instill a fear of needles in your children uh, somehow, I think that's a, that's a good thing. Um, freak yeah, them out when they're even, babies. even when you're diagnosed with cancer, that's instilling a fear like death, right? Pointing you're getting point, a point, death point. diagnosis. But, yeah, lymphoma is the young. Mm. But the problem is with lymphoma, I know I've sadly lost a few friends with that. It's the young man's disease. It doesn't seem to kill women, but it seems to be fatal for men. And I'm talking about 26-year-old, extremely healthy guys that are dead from it. Possibly, though, to them one case, he took an experimental uh, treatment right at the end, which actually killed him. They said this could happen, and it, he did die. But he was slowly dying, for sure. I mean, he, he, this guy was afraid of hospitals and doctors and everything and would not have wanted to be where he was. But... If you look, lymphoma seems to be another thing. That's your, so. My, my this is my my opinion of it. Underarm antiperspirants. Do not use them. I've never never used them. Yeah, you get oh, I'm right there. Deodorant. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, a deodorant. And my this is my basic non. Well, I've got a fair bit of it now. I've got a lot of uh, experience, but spending a lot of time talking to people and you know worked in gyms and. I've had a lot of anecdotal evidence, but um, if you had a house and all your gutters were all functioning and you decided to ram cotton wool up two of the main gutters at the drain pipes, it's going to slowly come, the, the, the water's going to come out, but it's going to come out a lot slower. If you block the two major uh, glands under your arms, which are where your toxins leach out, the, um, I forget the name of the actual glands, but the ones that are under your arm, that's where you spray. That's why you get to- that smell often. It's because you've got toxins coming out uh, of your body under your arm. So people put antiperspirants on, which stop it. So where's it going to go? It's going to go into your liver, into your kidneys, into your probably heart, uh, all those other organs. So an anti perspirant will kill you in my mind and that is pushed on children like you would not believe with this lynx l-y-n-x has got to there'll be a name there'll be something in that the lynx effect but i believe that you get a lot of children teenagers getting sick thanks to their spraying that shit on their under their arms yeah that's a really good thought i mean I didn't think about it from a lymphatic system perspective, but just yeah, so your lymph, yeah, okay, lymph, your lymph nodes. So lymph, yeah. lymph lymphoma is an, a, a, is a 
an attack on your lymph nodes by whatever. Now, obviously, if you were decided to go and fight it naturally and do lymphatic drainage and uh, cleansing and um, internal, you can probably fight it. If you go Western medicine, you good luck because they're <laughs> going to treat yeah, good luck. And the two guys I know that were super happy, super funny, positive guys are dead now, and they died in their... 20s or very early 30s, um, and, and I, I always remark these are these are not like me because I'm a negative conspiracy theorist from many years ago, back even back then. But these guys were always happy and chirpy, and they both dead. So mm, what was it? But uh, yeah, you've got to be protect. You've got to make sure your lymph the drainage is free, and you're not spraying anything that blocks it up. Which is an anti-perspirant. That's my advice, especially for teenagers. Yeah, and also, Rick, if they read the back of the can or whatever it is that they're spraying, a lot of it um, contains a lot of chemicals. I think one of the main oh ingredients God. is like an aluminium or something. Wasn't I don't it? know. Well, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, so aluminium, you spray aluminium on onto your arm and it stops perspiring. You spray aluminium into a cloud and it won't rain. There's another bit of, there's another <laughs> one there. <laughs> um, it's quite, quite obvious. It's, it has that effect of drying things out. But it's, so the side the of it, it's it's anti-perspirant. <laughs> anti-perspirant, that's exactly right. Put, put it in, put it in that term. Well, you got your ones that make it rain and the ones that don't make it rain. Quickly get them in before Ab hairs. Quickly get that one in. Um, the, um, you've got to watch out though for, for aluminium anywhere. Of course it's in the soil and, and our bodies can um, ingest it, but why is Bill Gates patenting uh, aluminium-friendly plants that that, that that can be grown in heavy aluminium soils? Why would that be? Why would that be? Yeah, Ask yourself that question. Oh, yeah, he's he's, he's He cares. Oh, and yeah. he somehow oh, knows he somehow knows there's an awful lot of aluminium getting dumped over the top of everyone. I don't know how that would be. But um, that's just a, a guess. But yeah, no, um, antiperspirants, if that's one thing that you do not use, you, so you can go to a health shop, you can get the fantastic tea tree products, which will kill any nasties that are, any bacteria that are smelling. And it's um, fairly cheap now to be healthy in the, with body products. But just look at females' makeup and, and uh, have a look at how much metals are in that, uh, Verilicious. The uh, makeup that women are covering themselves with. Yeah, I, I, um, I do makeup still. I used to do it a long time ago as well. But um, I use all the mineral stuff now. I've been using yeah, it for right. a long time now. Um, there's a great, there's there's a great brand, a great Australian brand out there. I can't remember the name of it. but uh, and it's ATO. All, Yeah, Natio. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a lot of that nature products. Plus, I've got all the, um, I got a lot of GMO and uh, mineral stuff from WA. They were doing natural makeup, and it's yep. not packaged. It's in clear. You can get them in just clear little um, uh, bottles. And yep. um, yeah, that that's great. So I've been doing that for a long time. I used to make my own soap. I make my own lip balms. I use a natural deodorant. I've been using that for a long time as well. It's from a company in New South Wales. Um, called No Pong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so good. It's such an Aussie thing as well. 
um, yeah, they're really, really good as well. So I've been, I've been using them for about eight years, but before then, I did what you did, and I was using those um, crystals, uh, sprays and crystals, rocks or whatever it was. Not, yeah. not, not, as, not as good. I think the tea, any, the tea tree is a natural, a really good natural one. And the other, the other thing that you, another really, for every, anyone listening, is to go and get a, um, one of those, diffu- those diffusers that, that kind of, the, the cold diffusers that spray, you can put them next to your bed. They're only probably $20, I guess, or thereabouts, and get more expensive ones. But make sure, because of this mold, there is an abundance of mold everywhere. I can just hear this cough and spluttering and coughing globally at the moment. But if you've got uh, one of those things and you drop some, drop some um, uh, clove and a little bit of orange, I think it's burnt orange and something else, it smells like uh, a Christmas cake, but it will kill and get right down to your lungs when you're breathing in the sleep and help you stay alive because this, is, this seems to be an awful lot of people coughing and spluttering at the moment. I was one of them up till two weeks ago. Yeah, I was that person last week. Yeah, yeah. So, so do yourself. So, clove, clove is really good. Um, Tea tree and uh, whatever. Make a little blend up. Put it next to your bed. Go to sleep, and you wake up, and you've been breathing in an antifungal, anti-mold. Yeah, fungus and mold at the moment are your are are not your friends. I don't think there's some nasty ones out there. I'm not talking about just where I am. I'm talking about everywhere. I'm talking about even people that are in um, Canada and, and the, some, somehow they're still, mind you, it is 20 below zero, so you should be coughing and spluttering at that temperature. But you've got to fight off uh, the nasties with just use some natural, natural, a bit of a natural boost. And uh, as, as for ticks, uh, look, there's no doubt about it. There's people saying, yeah, you can get bitten by them. You might be fine, but there are certainly, where I am, huge amounts of people with uh, what's what they would call Lyme's disease, but I'm calling an autoimmune disease. Uh, yeah, autoimmune. Yeah, just to be more general. That, uh, I was going to make a joke and just say, uh, I guess smoking clove cigarettes likely doesn't have the same effect. Hey, no, that, I would <laughs> say that's why they did it in India. You know, India is another parasite land. So... This, you know, malaria is not a joke. I mean, it's the, the right. greatest thing fly, flying around the planet right now is malaria. Still, if you look, you know, Africa, Asia, and places like that. So again, clove and antiparasite, because that's what they are. They're full of little wrigglers. They are a little wriggler, and then they turn into a big thing that flies around. But they've, they definitely can carry nasty things. So. Um, Clove cigarettes, fantastic. That's why they're big in India. There you go. I didn't even think of that. Can you? And they smell nice too. Yeah, and they do smell good. That's what got. I mean, I haven't had one in a very long time, but that's funny. uh, It actually does translate. I need to look more into this. Well, it's if if it's yeah, you'd be sitting in a room full of mosquitoes and you had clove cigarettes, they wouldn't come anywhere near you. (laughs) Great idea. I didn't. I'd never even thought of clove cigarettes. Yeah, get a buzz while get your health on. In the weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like good. Anyway, I've got to go and book my ticket for my train. And... Is good for tooth pain. Also, yes, it is. FYI. Yeah, yeah, and everyone says when you've got it on, but like I, not, I, 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 vape, I dab it between my ears. Little actual clothes. 
Yeah, I, I dab the clove oil behind my ears, yeah. literally, these days. And people say, have you just been to the dentist? So, and I went, no. But they don't, old people assume, associate clove with dentists. Why would that be? That obviously well, means clove. Our dentists don't use that. Well, it's like the homeopathic. I want you to know about that because then, then you won't go see him. Because it also, like, probably like you were saying, if it, if it gets the mold away, then it probably gets other things away. So you wouldn't have to, like, get a cavity filled or a, um, some nasty root canal or other dental. Oh my God. Don't talk to me about root canal. And, and that's, there's a whole subject. There's another way of culling, culling the, the populace is root canal. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, and I've got two. Two. So what do you do? Am I scared? No. But uh, you have to boost your immune system up if you have got root Don't canal. Don't get any more. Okay, no, no way, no way. You can go there, to, you, you know, did, did you know if you wanted to, you can you can fly to Vietnam and I think it's 7,000 US dollars or less, full mouth full of teeth screwed into your jaw, brand new ones. They remove all, you know, it takes, it's a two oh, week. I don't think that's I don't think that's any better than root canals. Come on, they're drilling holes in your mouth. Yeah, no, but you, you haven't know, got that, this. Is the why root canal is bad is because it's a dead. The body can detect something's dead in its system, and well, that's why every it kicks, one of your teeth corresponds to an organ, organ. in your body. Yep. So when you yep. when you're when you're destroying something in your mouth. It's either, well, if it's messed up, it's because something in your body, the corresponding body part is out of whack too. So there's like a double problem there. So you gotta, and you can't just like, you know, mask up the tooth cause that's gonna make it worse. And, uh, you know, so you, it's a living tissue. You can grow it back. Yeah, you yeah, I'll see, I'll, again, I'll, I'll see. The dentists are just as bad as the doctors. <laughs> Once they've drilled in and pulled the nerve out, good luck. Good luck if they pull the nerve out. And exactly. so basically what the root canal does, it leaves, it leaves the dead part, something's dead in your body and your body knows there's something dead in there and it's sending all the immune response there. And so basically it's rerouting things that should be getting done in the liver and kidneys gets rediverted to your mouth and therefore you, you, you're running on, uh, it's, it's not functioning properly. Uh, I remember reading uh, an interview with Diana. Princess Diana in 1980, before she married uh, Prince Charles, now King Charles, and she offhandedly said that the Queen had insisted, had said, spotted that she had mercury fillings and said, oh, you've got to get those removed. You have to get those removed. And she was talking at an interview about that, and I thought, that's interesting. So the Queen's telling her prospective daughter to get all the mercury removed. Why isn't she telling her royal subjects to get all the mercury removed? You know why? Because they put that, that those things into your mouth to kill you slowly. Yep. And uh, merc- mercury say, fillings. You heard that Um, what's his name? Well, remember the guy from, I forget where he was, was he in Ireland that Ab interviewed and he went to yes. Switzerland? And yes, 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 yes. Fantastic. Out and, and, look, and he had all those you know, I, I don't know. I can't remember what disease he had where he was. He like, had um, deme- not dementia, but he had, he had um, that th- really nasty um, where you start, your nerves all start shutting down and you can't walk properly. Yeah, and, yeah. 
Yeah, and so it was that, related that's to his teeth. Dramatic. Yep. So that's then, very dramatic. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah. That tells you everything you need to know right there. Yeah, multiple uh, multiple sclerosis. Multiple yeah, sclerosis. Uh, yeah. So he went and had all his teeth pulled out, had the root canals redrilled and all these bits and pieces, and he's 100% cured. But it costs a lot of money. <laughs> so um, yeah. I do believe you well, can get the Mexico. Saying... The Mexico is off of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, Mexico for us, it's Mexico. You guys go to Taiwan, we go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. get a vacation out of it. Uh, if, you know, well, Fantastic. Depending on where you Yeah, well, that's why Somebody Vietnam, actually, Vietnam's nine hours from here. So, uh, If you've got more money, uh, uh, you know, the there's, I've heard Costa Rica is uh, another good place. So, and that's a much, much nicer uh, vacation than Tijuana. Very expensive though, apparently. They're well, it's more expensive, uh, but not bad. It's not that bad from this side. I mean, maybe if you're in the East Coast, but on the, from the West Coast, it's not that bad. Are there any uh, cartels in Vietnam <laughs> or Taiwan? <laughs> uh, uh, Vietnam cartels, yeah. Uh, yeah, only, you know, only the government. <laughs> oh, <laughs> only the government. Sanctioned cartels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, only the government. And you see them, I mean, it's just like the red flags with the red star. It's so funny, though. You're driving around, there's red stars, a green flag with a red star on it, military people everywhere. And there's giant Coca-Cola factories, giant Sony factories. And when I say giant, I mean giant. And they're 24-7. They've got five or 600 um, motor, little motorbikes parked in the car park at any given one time. All giant corporate companies, but there's a communist star flying around. You know, it's just such a joke. Um, the whole world, you know, told, you know, watch out for the goddamn cummies, and all of a sudden they take over and the big corporations take over. It's just fantastic, you know, that this, this battle that we've been given, you know, the John Wayne version of history. You know, sort out the problem and go over there, and next thing you know, it's just completely covered with I've never seen factories as big as this. These are dwarf factories over here. Because they took them so, all out of America and sent them yep, all over pl there. Plonked them, plonked them in Vietnam. And <laughs> so, so if you want to see the future of your future for everyone's future, particularly here, it's riding around in little motorbikes. And family, I've, you know, I took a great photo out the window of the taxi. The family of five, mother, father, three kids on a, on a 200cc scooter going at, you know, 80 kilometres an hour, 90 kilometres an hour down the freeway with no helmets on. This is mind-blowing. I mean, I mean, how often do accidents happen? Well, I asked the ta – interestingly, I asked the cab driver that very question because I couldn't believe it, you know, being a uh, – you know, being on motorbikes, I know what happens when you fall off. <laughs> um, it's not good. And um, they the tax drivers goes, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, man, a lot of accidents. A lot of accidents. And I thought, far out, you know. Wouldn't you think just to go and buy some helmets, particularly for your children? Uh, um, yeah. Oh, you've got it. You've got to go there. It's just incredible. It's my favourite place I've ever been to. And as soon as I get the opportunity, that's where I'm going back to because I just relaxed the whole time I was there. I think it's because you walk around, everything's so dangerous. Like the, 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 the uh, have you seen photos of their um, power poles? They've just got like nine, it looks like a spaghetti thrown at it, basically. <laughs> With live wires. <laughs> live wires drooping down. 
everywhere. You're just walking across the road. Takes you're taking your life in your hand, walking on the footpath, on the the roads. But yet you relax. I don't know why. It's a really strange phenomena for me. But I thought this is fantastic. <laughs> Maybe it's because your your subconscious senses come alive, and you're using you're using all your function. You're not going to. You're not just roaming it. Oh, sorry. Maybe you go into instead of being running on subconscious, you go onto your conscious. Because if you're not conscious in the streets in Vietnam, good luck. You know, the, the crossing the road, um, the hawkers everywhere. You can get your shoes fixed as you're walking, literally. They come running out and they start spraying things on your feet as you're actually strolling along. It's <laughs> it's just phenomenal. <laughs> but that's what we're going to be like. I believe in the future that it'll be us, the white people, will be running around um, spraying things on people's feet and, uh, you know... Dancing on the street and chopping up meat and, or chopping up cockroaches for burgers and things like that, whatever we're going to be given. <laughs> the few, the, Vietnam is our future if we let it to, that way, if you let it be that way. Massive, massive gap between rich and um, a lot of poor. A lot of poor. So is that going to happen here? It's looking that way. It's looking that way. you got to happen and a lot of California. Yeah. So there's some people here oh, that speak to that. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. But you know that they're going to just replace the Californian residents because they're all leaving en masse and they'll be replaced with their, their, their properties are going to get sold for a song. And what's that beach, um, full of homeless now? Venice Beach, is it? <laughs> it might be Venice. There's, there's a lot. I mean, like the most popular places like Speedway. It's not that bad. They clean those guys out every so often. Every so often. <laughs> oh, you're near there, aren't you? It's not that you're, bad. You're, yeah. Sagan? Yeah, but you know why they clean those people out? Because I work with those people, right? And yeah, we just did we things. just did a what we call a pit count uh, um, about a month ago, and they did it at night to try to count the homeless who are bedded down in the middle of winter. So they get about 20 people to come out and get counted. But in the meantime, before it happened, the county or the city commissioner moved them out of the district because somebody was coming in. To, you you see what I mean? It's on. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they did that. They did that for the Olympics in, in Sydney. They got they removed all the homeless and sent them off somewhere, and then brought them back in afterwards. Yeah, that, that's you know. what they yep. do. So when they're trying they to use some kind of count for the whatever for funding summit meeting, they hide the homeless. So then you okay. don't need much funding. You don't see them. The yeah. Community. So I just remember the name of the um, YouTube I was watching. Us. That's called Channel Five. Channel Five News and. Even though I was disagreeing with some of the stuff, I was going, well, he's actually nailing it. He's saying that, that these these homeless and um, drug addicts are being put in a certain region and certain streets so they can send all the businesses broke, come in and buy them for a song, and then put up their new um, 2030 oh, agenda six-story building. That's, yeah, and that's part of it too because every city has a district, right? Like a yeah. um, whatever and they're split off, so they move them out of that district whenever somebody's coming in to buy something, and then they bring them back afterwards. Yep. 
Yeah, it's like socioeconomic yep. redlining. Yep. That, so, so basically, yeah, that, that, that Channel Five guy, he's a he's a strange. He goes around just interviewing people on the street, but it's quite obvious that there isn't a real problem with fentanyl over there. Only that they've jammed the streets up and they've got the dealers. It was so bullshit. They had this guy called the Trank Brothers, and they were two white guys, and they were sl- had their voices slowed down. They're clearly a couple of um, FBI agents, you know, and. and as if this this journalist could just find the they got the source of all the trank, these two guys, the trank brothers, and interview them for twenty minutes in their house uh, uh, with slowed down voices. Like, is it, oh man, it's just it's, oh, it's just a joke. But now, yeah. yeah, they're getting that. But but I do suspect that yeah, they've been probably put there. Those prob- those guys are probably you know um, FBI um, sanctioned dealers. To be handing out this crap, and there are lots of people. It looks, it does look like um, the Day of the Dead. You know, they've got, they literally do look like zombies now because their skin's melting off because of this. Where they inject the trank into the site, it it peels and turns into scabs and gets worse and worse and worse. And you're living on the streets, but then every the businesses closed down. Then the developers are coming right behind them, and you can see it on the map. And just he said, the next street up the up behind us. It's all being renovated. So they're coming in into a kind of a target area, like moving inwards into the inner city and building their smart cities that could never have been done without the original local, the locals selling off their, it would have cost a fortune. But now they're willingly selling their properties because of all the um, zombies roaming around on fentanyl and trank. So, so, it's, so it's let me so ask you this, this, Rick. Do you also oh. have buildings going up for rehab? In your area, is that a thing in uh, Australia? Yes, yeah, well, I do know of them, but so I'm in rural, I'm in regional. You know, I'm fast becoming towards the city, but it's still a town. But in, I'm in the city. Uh, you know, I'm heading there this afternoon, uh, right in the heart of it, and there definitely is. Um, uh, but they, yeah, I don't know that that. They're building more. Because here in America, I just want to tell you how the rehab uh, place works. It's it, it's it's another Ponzi scheme because right. the people that go through rehab can work their way towards being a case manager in the rehab. So it's just this big Ponzi scheme of yeah. getting people off drugs so they can be a case manager for somebody else that's on drugs. Yeah, and then you fall back into it at any given time. Yeah. It's just this big Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it's like it's everything. So, yeah, so we've got that here. It's called the NDIS, right? So everyone where I am, and including I just went and tried to sign up to be a um, contractor for them, and so um, they're removing the hospitals. Out of the so so most people are getting cared for at home by these visitors, you know, like a carer or they have their own cleaner, their own. Like I do everything. I do the you know outdoors and indoors, preferably outdoors of of people's properties. You get paid by the government through this NDIS, but it's just a rort system that goes up. So that when you put your quote and they tell you, aim quote high because they must get paid per. They must make money off your. If you're charging 50, they must charge 100 and so forth. But it goes up the ladder and so there's all this money getting thrown by the government at this 
these schemes, but it, it's just a raw. I can see it's a raw. It's going to get closed down because there's so much money floating about um, in it, um, and everyone's doing courses to become carers. So you're, I, I, I'm not sure if you understand that term over there. Someone was saying they don't use that term in America, but a carer no, is it, like the, yeah, it is the same. It's like a social worker. Yeah, well, the carer comes, bathes, so you got the, it's like a, a cheaper version of a nurse. They change, they change, they, they're trained to change wounds, uh, bathe somebody and do everything in their house and their house is fitted out like it's a hot, you know, they've got handrails are fitted in there. So it's just this huge amount of money oh, getting yeah. thrown at. Yeah, yeah, and so a care that up here where I am, it's predominantly like as I said, I'm you know 59. I'm considered a spring chicken. It's it's a predominantly much older um, population here because they're retired, and so that the, they can't put them in hospitals. Obviously, there's not enough hospitals. They haven't built any hospitals, so it's all in well, home care. Well, there's protocol now. for hospitals, and you have to be dying. That's right. When you go, a good, and if you, you go you know in there, I mean? that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so. we call them caregivers, and there's plenty caregivers. of Caregivers. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the growth industry here. Caregiver, a caregiver. But, um, but that's like an individual. It's like me, I could go and do a, I think it's about a two month course online, or maybe a month online, and then I registered. Yeah, remember and, Thomas J from the UK? Yeah, yeah. He was a caregiver. Yep. Yes, yes, uh, no, what's the exactly? Yeah, no, not Thomas J. You're talking about um, the, the singer from the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah Thomas. Um, oh, what was it? Tom D. D Thomas Tom D. D. Tom D. D. Yeah. yeah. Near, near, yeah. near you just got, you got everything but the right, the middle initial. Yeah, Tom Tom D. Now, exactly what he's at. So, yeah, that's that's the growth here as well. It's Everyone's doing it. It's like um, the money's not bad either, really. I mean, I got quoted... When I went and quite a job doing the outside, like I had to do the lawns, the gutters, the, everything over a year, and it was, you know, and they said whatever you want to charge, but make sure you charge a lot because you don't want to have to go back and argue about it afterwards. So I thought, wow, well, you know, if you can get stuck in with that, but I don't like being a parasite like that with off the government and depending on them. I'd rather get my own work, um, but that's just me. Oh, am I still there? Oh. Yes. Don't blame you yeah, there. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's like it, it's like they know everybody's getting sick. You, you know what I well, mean? Well, isn't it's, it better if they're sick at home together. and you can't? Yeah, but it's it's it's. I think there are so many things that make people sick, like propaganda, fear. All these things are coming down to make people sick. Uh, for, well, the food, food and water up here, uh, the, particularly the water, is my most concern because it's just literally they've dumped so much chlorine and it, it's not funny. And everyone's on. I've done my own research because I, you know, had a swimming pool. The last house I was at, um, beautiful swimming pool that I, had to, I did all the chemicals myself, and I tested the drinking water, and it was a, coming up the same colour as what it said my pool should be. So that was. Um, I rang up the, the 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 engineer at the water of the council, and he just he wouldn't reply to me because he knew, he must have known I was on to him. And he said, "Oh yeah, we've got a booster station for chlorine. We've got six of them before it gets to your house. So, but that shouldn't." He goes, "It couldn't be that high." And I said, "Well, it is." And then I asked the chemist. I said, "Have you got a lot of people with digestive illnesses here?" And they said, "Yeah, it's through the roof, absolutely through the roof." And so two and two. 
Chlorine, drinking chlorine is not good for you, just to say that. Cooking in chlorine, not good for you. Bathing in chlorine, not good for you. What about swimming in uh, chlorine-treated water? That's well. That's that's we only go there at the swimming pool, and you do your, your, maybe a half an hour, an hour of laps, and you're out of there. But yeah, yeah. That, that's the same stuff. But but when you go home and you have a shower and you're breathing it in, in the steam, and then you're cooking in it. it, it there's got to be a build-up. Plus the uh, incredible, we've nearly got it removed, but no, they decided to keep it in there. The um, aluminium sludge that they put into the water masking it's been good for your teeth. Um, uh, what's it called? That fluoride. Chlor- fluoride. Fluoride. Yeah. The, the worst of the lot. The worst of the lot. And we nearly got it removed. It's in hardly any. If you look at Europe, look at look at where cl- fluoride isn't in the water. It's all over the place, but not as New Zealand and Australia. My God, that they make sure that they've got so much of it. I think they choose the regions for people that are argumentative. And we've got a lot of people with <laughs> migrants here. <laughs> they certainly heard yeah, me talking. Yeah. For sure, makes sense. Well, I think it's funny in the U.S. Like, it's under the guise that it's for dental health, right? But subsidizes meetings a year for every citizen. <laughs> yeah, but haven't we got it in the? T- it's already in the toothpaste. And yeah, if, if you ring, if, ring up a um, poisons hotline, say your your child just ate uh, a spoon of toothpaste, and see what they say. They tell you to get to an ambulance plate, get it, ring an ambulance immediately because it's so toxic. It's a really toxic, toxic poison. And that, there you go to the dentist and they treat your teeth with it. Um, so you're getting it, if you go to the dentist for anyway, you're getting it with your toothpaste if you buy a fluoridated toothpaste. Why do they need to put it in your drinking water? It's um, yeah, quite exactly. obvious. Exactly. But, you know, there, there's people that will say it's harms now. I always say to them, go and get, go into a company and say that you, you're interested in transporting fluoride. What kind of truck do I need? Have a look at what kind of it's. It's almost it's a stainless steel, pure stainless steel drum. Yeah, and it's it's they they're the most common accidents on the road of uh, we call it the toxic chemical spills is fluoride transport because it eats through everything. It's extremely uh, what's the word for it? Uh, acidic. Uh, acidic. Yeah. So glass is its only stable way of keeping it, but you you can't have a truck made a truck made of glass can you i mean a, the back part hasn't it, so it's got to be made of stainless steel and it still eats through that so if they're putting that in your drinking water your government doesn't like you i'm going to say that before i leave i'm just yeah. that's my that's my <laughs> that's my conclusion. advice of the day uh, wonderful to chat to you glenda and uh, everyone and and you it's your the um i know your voice i can't exactly see me meditating as a habit no Oh, yeah. you can comment if you want, Rick. It's all good. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, no, there you are. So, um, med- what's it called? Meditating is... It is just, you know, I mean, meditating is a habit. It's the only way you're going to get anything out of meditation. You make it a habit. Yeah, I, um, get, I haven't never done it, as you can tell. No, probably. I no, not at all, please. Uh, uh, no, I've never done it, but I should. I should, but um, my son... claim to do it, you can tell, don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, my son um, came home because he's the same as me. He's got my, he's just me, you know, so much for me. And he said he started doing it because he's, he's a quite a overly anxious kind of child at 17. And uh, he said it felt fantastic. And I said, well, keep it up. Keep it up. If you can sit down long enough to meditate, maybe I should do it on the train. 
I should do it yeah. on the train. I'm getting on a train for five hours, five and a half hours and three hours' time. I'd better go and buy my ticket anyway. So thank, lovely talking, guys, and uh, we'll chat again, be told. Absolutely. That was nice. He let other people talk this time, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to give him uh, stars for that. It was very <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was just going to tease him about it, but it's not his regular show time. So, but yeah. So, uh, where is, where is everyone today? Um, or I should say, how is everyone? Didn't have to work today. Um, I'll probably leave in five minutes here just to cap my time off. I would like to hear, uh, hear, uh, not shocked talk about Lyme disease. No. Because <laughs> I think that, for me, like, uh, the discussion boils down to, What's actually the propagator of Lyme disease? You know, where, where did it actually originate? Well, I have a conspiracy theory about that. I there was a book. I, I can't remember why I um, was looking into it, but there was a couple that, and they ended up writing a book about it. And uh, she supposedly looked up and did all this research and she was some gal out of Stanford and uh, her and her husband both got the Lyme disease at the same time after making a trip to back east to wherever, um, you know, where it originated somewhere. It was near a military base. And uh, anyway, her book, you know, bottom line, it was a military, um, like a bioweapon, right? They planted it. They planted it in the, the ticks down there. So it's only, you can only get it from over there. Like nobody here gets it. I mean, I, my dog always has ticks on him. We, you know, we have ticks. I've never heard of anybody having Lyme disease in my area or anybody yep, that me I either. know. Yep. Me so. either. Actually, yep. uh, I was muted because I'm at the, the, uh, the field watching my daughter play lacrosse. I thought it might be too loud to talk. But um, from what I've learned, it's basically toxicity um, because the symptoms are very similar to arthritis. Um, and um, I've been researching a lot because my wife has, well, quote unquote, has arthritis. But um, it's there's many causes, but it's usually some type of toxicity, either vaccines or um, with her, it was antibiotics. Um, you know which specific antibiotic? I don't. It, it was, I just know, um, she, uh, used to get sick about once a year with strep throat. She works in, uh, um, elementary schools and oh, the doctor just give you antibiotics, just, just overload you. And, and, and it was right after that one year for a round of antibiotics that she started getting arthritis and um but uh and i I think i think i posted it in the chat the um there's an audio from uh jennifer daniels and she gets she gets very in depth into what the cause is Um, i'll take listen thank you 
do, do yeah. we even know what strep throat is? I mean, is it like yeah, it's, it's a bacteria? Yeah, but do we actually know that it can't cure itself mm-hmm. eventually? Oh, it totally can. Yeah, it can. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, everything can. But um, when your body is, you know, stripped of some of the natural defenses like your tonsils, um, you know, you're 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 going to get things like strep throat. And, and to me, it, it from what I've learned, it's not always that's not there's no there's no definitive proof that that caused it. It's just saying, hey, my throat hurts. Um, oh, and there's this this streptococcus bacteria there. It's not saying there's no proof that that's what right. is causing the pain or making you sick. It's probably a result right. and, of your body and, adjusting and trying to heal itself. And they and, blame and it on that. Many it. years it's, ago, many years ago, I used to get sinus infections. A lot. Oh, me too. Yep, me too. And somebody told me it's the pasteurized milk. Quit drinking it. And so I did. And I haven't had one since. Yeah, it causes a lot of mucus. Um, dairy yeah. causes a lot of mucus well, in your body. What is the pasteurization process? I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's the high strep heat. throat was, um, you know, when, remember when the, well, I don't know if you, what I remember back in a lot of kids when I was in school, that a lot of kids had ear infections all the time. Like they had lots of ear yep. issues and they used to put those tubes in their ears and they used to do all kinds of weird shit. They still do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I heard that, you know, that also causes a lot of strep throat because, you know, they're constantly messing with that area. And it probably ultimately is from a vaccine. I would bet, bet money on it. But I agree. Just there's mean. just no, there's just no way to, there's, the problem is there's no way to prove it. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. that's the hard and part. And the asthma, all the asthma yep. mm-hmm. and the, uh, you know, all those chronic kid problems that, um, you know, they just kind of seem to blow up in the eighties, I think. Well, yeah, that's when the vaccination started increasing. Um, as yeah. well. And actually yeah. that, 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 um, audio I posted in the chat. Um, Dr. Daniels gets into that as well, um, the overlap of, of the, the symptoms in children. And she gets into how the, the vaccines um, are the problem with the kids and the, the overuse of medications are the problem in adults. And she's like, they call it, um, uh, what is it? They, they, and they either call it Lyme or arthritis, right? Um, the one-two punch, like, though, for medication. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, it's always toxicity, um, in my opinion. Well, There's something yeah, I think, that shouldn't well, be I mean, there. I think it's obvious they lowered our, um, uh, age limit to death, right? With all this stuff that they're, that they, they've come out with. Like maybe we did live 900 years before until they introduced all this shit. Got to get the right. vaccine well, yeah. school, yeah. and you got to get the, the medical you know, you industry take medication. has only been around for a hundred years, so we can't we can go back. I mean, you know, maybe to you know. That's well, a good point. I was just about to ask when uh, when were vaccines mandated right. for smallpox or whatever else in the U.S. Yeah, that happened in the early 19. I mean, was it mandated? But it was pulled, brought out 
I think the very first vaccination was in. I've heard as early as the 1700s. I think it was in the 50s. 50s with polio, yeah, right? Yeah, but 1955 was when smallpox was, was it, when oh, they smallpox rolled it out. Yeah, to, rolled it out. Yeah. Yeah. When they I mean, I, I think yeah. they, the American Medical Association, you know, they came out in like the mid, uh, 1900s and I think that was when they they destroyed the homeopathic communities and naturopaths and the all of those practicing um like you know doctors I mean they weren't doctors they were just you know healer, healers healers yeah. yeah healers yeah, but, whatever I mean, right and and this is what they've done they they've they they've basically destroyed Anybody's perception of natural anything. Yeah, I mean, we're afraid of bugs now, according to Rick. They are still trying to eliminate homeopathic remedies to this day, but because uh, you know, even the people that try to tell you, they don't even have to sell you stuff if you're just like that Jennifer Daniels. What you mentioned, she got ran out of the country because, uh, you know, she was not just because she was not prescribing pharmaceuticals anymore. But was she promoting homeopathy? Because I agree with no, she was a, she was a regular doctor. She, she was an MD. And, yeah, she was an MD. Okay. Yeah, and not shock probably knows this, um, but. As far as I know, her story is that she just, you know, started, you know, when she got saw her patient, she started doing her own testing. Like, you know, if somebody, she would tell her patients, do you, you know, here's your diagnosis. Do you want to take this medication? Do you want to do, try some homeopathy or, or you could just do nothing. <laughs> she would tell them, you know, what do you want? to do and and she found that most of her patients who either didn't do anything or did some homeopathy had better chance of uh, <laughs> that's that's really funny to highlight because i personally think homeopathy is just bunk i mean by and large i mean i can't speak for every last remedy but just microdosing specific minerals that are recommended there's just no way it's actually going to do anything i mean that's just my two cents but that's well, a good point as far as showing the people who did nothing having similar results because maybe that's just what yeah, homeopathic medicine's efficacy yeah. was down to. Is nothing is happening. When you think about all the pharmaceuticals, <laughs> all the all the, the pharmaceuticals do is it masks your symptoms and then you get another something going on elsewhere and so it takes the so you think, oh, okay, well they fix that, but now I got this thing and they don't realize you know that the thing that the new thing that came up was caused by the you know the medication that you're taking for the old thing and uh, it just goes out i mean you see all these old people taking you know 20 medications and you're like going how how are they still standing i mean how are they functioning with all that you know pharmacia going on in their bodies they they, uh, they won't be much longer that's that's the thing yeah exactly my my understanding is all they're doing with these medications is just uh cutting off the communication 
your brain's communication to, you know, like say you got a pain in your foot. It's just cutting off, just like aspirin, you know? I mean, it just cuts off the communication. And so then you're just ignoring it. You're not solving the problem. You're just masking yeah, a, it. So That's a great yeah. point. Um, I, I had a cold last week and I was drinking uh, aspirin like the first time in a few years. And it was funny how all it really is doing is masking my symptoms. And anytime I start to try to do anything more physically active, I just feel twice as bad because not necessarily the aspirin's causing it, but it's just the illusion. It's not really doing anything for you other than yeah, just doling yeah. those senses. But, uh, yeah. No, your body yeah. is telling you at that time, hey, you need to take a break. Yeah, exactly. You need to rest. And, just, and they just, try uh, to cover that up mm-hmm. and say, no, you don't need to take a break. You need to Get work. back to work. <laughs> well, yeah, isn't that funny? Before COVID, they used to tell you, just take a pill, get back to work. And now it's like, oh, my God, you have a headache. Stay home for two weeks. I wish. <laughs> I wish it still was like that. I feel like people like, have forgotten <laughs> already to fight to get a day off when you're sick. It's definitely easier now. Oh, but, yeah, no, you're right. Before COVID, yeah. it was just like you basically were, like, unless you were, like, throwing up or coughing badly on other people, I don't think anyone gave a shit. Yeah, but the people that oh, you the people that doctor. take the days off because they're sick also go to the doctor and get more medicine. Yep. So it's 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 just this big market. It's a cycle. Yeah, it's an endless cycle. You you know you go in to get to try to to feel better, um, and you come out with with drugs <clears throat> that. Which, which I, I I just quit I quit calling them side effects I just call them effects. <laughs> yeah. Because you're gonna you're gonna have effects from the drug if you read the, you know what what, um, the pharmacy I, I go to, they would print out a a sheet, with every drug you took, and it would put all the side effects on there. Sometimes it'd be two pages long because there was so much they had to put on there legally. And um, and they just quit doing it. Yeah, and if you um, read to recently. the bottom, death is probably one of them. Oh yeah, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, it's funny. I just just left uh, the vet today, and it's the same in that industry. Oh, um, I had to sign. Group. I had to sign something today. Yeah. Sorry, they're actually sorry for noise, but there's a an actual law in Georgia that you have to get. The uh, rabies shot for your yeah. for your animal, and they and I I keep I keep I keep saying no, and um and I actually asked one of the doctors one day I was like I said how many cases of rabies have you seen? And he's a you know he's probably in his forties. He's like here in the county. I was like yeah, this office you know. He said none. I was like then I'm good. <laughs> like my dog stays in my house most of the time or the backyard. I was like. I think I'm good. And he just kind of looked at me and laughed. You know, he just, just laughed it off. Yeah, I don't most take of, my most dogs just do to the vet. Yeah, yeah I well, don't take my dogs to the vet. They don't get you. vaccinated. They don't get anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. this was a, I had to, there was a, he's got like a foot injury. Like it's, you know, more than I can oh, do. Well, he that's, stitch. Yeah, that's yeah. different. He needed, like, yeah, I he needed take stitches. My, yeah, but I, I was like, he just needs stitches. I was like, I don't need any shots. And today right. they said, well, will you sign this? Yeah. They're like, will you sign this waiver? Uh-huh. And the, and the, the lady that works there was like, yeah, if you sign this waiver, we'll quit asking you about it. It's like, I'll sign it. <laughs> well, at least sure. they gave you the in option. California, yeah. some of the 
vets won't even see you unless you've had a rabies shot and sometimes even all the other. Yeah, and, and they said, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, they did. They said it's a wow. law here, and I was like, but th- it, they're still. I go. Th- I go there because they're like the owner is like this really old. He's an old guy, and he's just very no nonsense. Um, I think if it wasn't him, like I think the younger vets are, are a little more progressive. Yeah. But he's 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 still like an old town vet, so he's like, yeah, it'll be fine, you know. Like I said, if he gets rabies, put him down. Like it's like it, if it's against the law, call the police. You want my dog? You can have it. You know, I'm like what are you gonna do? Come to my house and take my dog? I'm like no, I'm like I'm not getting the shot. And today, yeah, she asked, I she's mean, like, when what? I when I took my little beagle to, um, he he pulled his hip out of place when he was uh-huh. little. Yeah. And they had to do surgery on him to put it back in and all that stuff or whatever. And that's the first thing they asked was, he hasn't had a rabies shot. Do you want a rabies shot? And I was like, no, I don't want him to have any vaccines or whatever. And I fought it, mm-hmm. but they were okay with it because I'm in a small town. I mean, I think the people around here are just like, yeah, we learned this stuff, but we don't enforce it. Yeah, it, it's, that's the thing. I, I can't imagine they'll ever enforce a rabies law, but there is a law. Um, that, well, like, it's not a law. It is a probably a statute or an act or some stupid thing like that. Plus, like yeah, in you're supposed county, to get this little tagged. You know, get your, get, get yeah, your dog shot up. Super with serious in New York about it, though. You do have to have like and you know, wear this little tag and put it on his collar. Rat you out, your yeah. vet. First of all, rats you out when you get a dog. They, they, you know, immediately inform the county, you know, when you first take them mm-hmm. for their puppy visit. And then yep. they send you, they start sending you bills to pay for their license. And then you have to show them proof of getting a, a rabies vaccination, you know. Um, and I've, I've gotten the three year ones just because I don't want to get them one every single year. Oh, but that's the only thing I give them. Those are really so you bad. have to register your dog in California. You you Is don't that- have to. I should. I mean, I should have just ignored that thing because all, I know a lot of people who just they just throw that thing away. They just never, you know, pay attention to it because they don't have. They, well, here's the other thing: the people who send you the bill, there it's a company in Texas. They're not even it, the, the county doesn't even handle that anymore. They just subbed it out and. um you know, we're sending our money to Texas and it's stupid. And last time I tried, I just ignored it. I just pretended like I didn't see it. <laughs> and they kept that works, it, right? they kept sending it. it. Yeah, it doesn't work. And I, I, you know, I was going to write him a letter, but, you know, finally I just said, fuck it. So I, I went down to the, you know, they have these little, because I didn't go to the vet. Because if I would have gone to the vet, then they really would have, like, made me take, like, they also have these, like, what is that heartworm stuff? Yeah, and, and if yeah. you're not taking the heartworm pills, they got to do all these tests before they, you know, to make sure. I mean, it's like, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't take my dog to the vet anymore, but, um, anyway, I just got a, a shot at the, at the pet store. They just do them like, you know, one and done. And, um, you know, and it was like, because I had let it go, you know, because it was due on in March and I, and it was July, the girl was all like, "Oh, well, you're you're late or something like 
she was having a little hissy fit even at the the little yeah. pet store. And there she's like, Well, to get you back on track, you know, you will give you a shot today and then you'll come back in three months and get another one. And I'm like, What? I'm like, that makes no sense. I'm like, I'm sorry, what the hell? And um and so she was all like arguing with, with us about, you know, we had to do this and and then her supervisor came by and um and he's like, What's the problem? And, and um and I said I, I think that's ridiculous. Just give me the three year. I just want the three year and, you know, I don't want to have to come back in a month or whatever she was saying. And he said, oh, it's okay. So, you know, and she just looked at him like, you know, of course she was pissed because, you know, she was trying to be the heavy right there. He just said, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, oh my God, it's crazy. They just yeah, and here's the other thing, though. Here's another thing. So, like, you know, my neighbor has a lab, just like mine, and they're about the same age, and he has all these little bumps all over him. That's what those vaccines do. They give you these little cancer bumps. And he's, like, looking at me going, how do you keep your dog so healthy, you know? My dog's getting all these bumps, you know? And I'm like, I want to tell him, stop giving him vaccines. Yeah. but. I mean, I, you know, I, I just, I can't remember what I said. I think, um, I just didn't say anything, but I just ignored it because those people are very into, I mean, they were like, yeah, you're not going to convince. When I'm, I'm just giving up on convincing yeah, people. I didn't want to, I'm like, like I, even my, I did my not want to have an altercation with them. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> your skin is what the largest, largest organ of elimination. Yeah. So if yeah. you're eating junk, putting junk in your body, you're going to have red dots all over you or acne or, you know, whatever. But people don't want to hear that. It's come out somehow. Yeah. But everybody wants to blame. It's easier to blame an invisible bug, you know, germ, whatever, you know, virus. It's easier to blame something than, just, than to take ownership and say, you know what? It's what I put in my body that caused that. Like I did this to myself. Yeah, that's what I try to tell people, like, you know, because I, you know, I was diagnosed with colon cancer um, in my when I was like 40. And and I look back now and I'm like, I gave that to myself. I, you know, I ate, you know, ate crap for for years, you know, drive through food and, you know, drank alcohol. And I was like. Took vaccines. I mean, I don't have anybody to blame but myself, you know. But everybody's like, "Oh, what do you think causes it?" I'm like, "Me, I guess." <laughs> you know, the the food, you know. I mean, whatever. Like, well, you know, like there is there there is there are doctors out there. Well, I don't know if you've heard of the German New Medicine, which there's conflicts that you have in your life, and if you you know, like if you're like kind of like I have a friend who she used to have like a a throat issue all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. because she didn't speak up and you know tell people you know like to fuck off when she should. And right. um, <laughs> you know she or you know not, I'm just teasing, but you know what I mean. She would I know um, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of let people roll over her, and so and I mm -hmm. would yeah. try to tell her, you know, hey, but but this is this is the thing you know that people just like they say you know like women who get cancer in certain areas it's it's all associated like either with their 
reproductive, like their fertility and how they feel about, you know, like if they never had children, sometimes they get tumors, you know, in there and it's, there's just a lot of unresolved conflict and, and that's part of it too. And, um, some, some doctors are, are going that route with putting the whole thing together. It's not just what you put in your, you know, your food, it's what you put in your mind as well, you know, and, and oh, totally. Yeah. Look at the yeah. world and, and yeah. So it's, it's like you said, it is totally our fault. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's it. You know, if yeah. you look at it that way, we created it. And, uh, we, yep. but the good news is, is we can pull ourselves out. So. Yeah, it's like you, you can cause your own cancer, but you can also cure it. That's the good news. Right. Hey, so what I say. How are you doing now? Not shocked. I mean, what happened? What's that? I'm sorry. How are you doing now? What happened? Oh, I'm, I'm great now. Like, um, ever since I started, started, uh, you know, researching health and, and, and eating right and, you know, trying to cut down on stress, you know, just, I mean, I haven't, having been sick since I started doing that about like 2019, I guess, 2020. Could you well, boil it down to one? Can... No, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, meditating. I was just going to ask, could, could you boil, uh, I guess, of all the things you did different down to one specific thing that you thought was the most impactful or effective? Um, I'd say uh, the one thing I would, that I've done is I, I only drink water. Nice. I mean, 99, 99% of the time. And and I, I say, I, my wife um, got me a... The best gift ever, I, I think, is um, a reverse osmosis water filter for the house. And, like, all four of us it, now in our family drink so much more water than we ever did before. Does that get yeah. rid of the fluoride, the reverse yeah. osmosis? Yes. Yes. Um, okay. And you can you can taste the difference. Like, a, a friend of ours from a Bible study group we're in, they got one at their house, and I used to take empty gallon jugs over there at the Bible stage and fill them up, and everybody was laughing at me. I was like, what? Like, this is the best thing ever. So you put it, it put, is it on, connected to their, their tab? Yeah, is you, it you put it, 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 it installs, um, or our, ours is, a, is the under sink version. Um, they got one for their whole house. Like they even bathe in reverse osmosis water, which is amazing. But amazing. we couldn't afford that. We couldn't afford that one. <laughs> What's happening? Um, yeah, I was going to say that sounds pricey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's that one's a little bit more. But the uh, but the one we have is fine because I mean I I figured I mean yeah it's, it's probably not good to to bathe and shower and fluoridated and chlorinated water. But um, I figure I drink a lot more. I'm getting a lot more. Through drinking than I am through bathing, um, so it's uh, I would say that's that's the one thing I I say I think uh, in my mind has helped the most, um, and then I think part of that is because I cut out the cokes and sweet tea, cutting down on my sugar intake was number two. Um, like I don't have. The, the joint pain I used to have from from playing sports, um, to me, the sugar is very inflammatory. Um, like I was telling you, my wife has yeah. rheumatoid arthritis. 
we did a, a diet called the Whole 30, and I just cut out cut out sugar for a month, and I started feeling better. I was like, this is amazing. Then I just went back, you know, I was like, well, I'm done. I'm going to start back doing what I used to do, and immediately my joints just got inflamed. I was like, oh my gosh, that, that's that's it. You know, I quit. I I used to get a headache every day almost because I, I and I blamed it on sitting in front of a computer. But it was no, it was all the, the Cokes and sweet tea I was drinking every day, all the sugar. Um, you know, at first I blamed it on the caffeine, but no, it was the sugar. It's, it's just terrible for you. Well, you know, yeah, if, if you, you know, put all that together too, like you were talking about the stress, cause you know, the sugar and the caffeine, it just ramps you up. And, you know, of course, if you're, already ramped up and you know you get some stress it makes it 10 times worse you know psychologically speaking and and i i was gonna say though you know i i remember hearing somebody say that you know when we're first starting out we get all you know our you know go to college and you get your your great job so that you can get your benefits and everybody's always telling you got to get those benefits right because what is that your um your health insurance, right? Yeah. Or you can like pay for your, all the, the medications you're going to need from working that stressful job all your life when you get old. <laughs> so right, yeah. it's, it's like, like, it's like expecting that you're going to get sick. It's set up. It's set up. <laughs> Cause that's, yeah. I remember that was the thing, you know, they always said, you got to get those benefits. You got to get those benefits. And, you know, of course, all the corporate jobs. That's where you got the best benefits and the corporate jobs are the most stressful, the most, you, you suffer through so much stupid shit in, in, you know, in the office. I mean, at least I did. It was like, I used to think, okay, if I just get, you know, this, this office is crazy. I got to go get another, uh, job with a different group of people. Every single office I was in, everybody was fucking crazy. So. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think it's getting yeah, worse now. It just, Oh my God, because yeah, now they totally got a leash on you. 20, I mean, before it was like you used to have your pager, you could turn that thing off, you had your, you know, you could leave your office, but it seems like oh, nobody Yeah, you can't, is, you can't anymore. Yeah, you're on call 24-7. Yeah, That's you're, stressful. you're constantly accessible, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. So... Um, meditating. Are you, did I hear, hear you say one, one time in an audio chat, you're here in Georgia as well? Hey, uh, uh, no, I, well, yeah, I live some, uh, pretty close to Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, okay. You mentioned that small world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you ever want to hang out somewhere near Marta station, just let me know. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've got some clients in Atlanta. Nice to do a meetup. The yeah, meet is public transport. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't know what that is. Yeah. It's the shittiest public transport system. Oh, it's terrible. It's, uh, <laughs> directions. Complete. A, a friend of mine yeah. worked as a consultant with them, and he said they just waste money like crazy. I believe it. I mean, it's just been the same rail system for, what, 30, 40 years? Yep. Yeah, they've expanded a little bit, but not not much. You pretty much have to live uh, in certain areas if you want to take advantage of it. 
Oh yeah. I've never paid for any sort of pass or specific thing. I've just used it a handful of times out of convenience. Gotcha. Convenience being not paying for an expensive Uber and going somewhere. Right. Or parking, parking. It's hard to find a place to park in Atlanta. Sure. Alone, not unsafe. (laughs) You're ready to get your, uh, your window broken in. Exactly. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I'm up on the north north end of or north of Atlanta, up uh, 400. You know what it is? Oh man, I fucking hate 400. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have a job that I had to commute to uh, only four or five miles every day, and it would take you know, four gotcha. hours. Yeah, it was crazy. Hey guys, I'm gonna have to jump off my the games over and go find my wife and daughter. Yeah, man, nice talking to you. Good talking to you guys. Have a good yeah. evening. I, I gotta go too. It's getting about that time, so um. I said I was leaving five minutes nice like, to, to go, but you both yeah. have a great night. Nice. It's nice talking. Right. Yep. Thanks. Nice to see everybody. Bye. Bye. Next time, too. That's all, folks.